Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Friday, November 26th, 2021, and wow, 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 we got quite a bit to report on you, uh, report for you folks today um, with stories coming from all over the world, and normally, I don't really try to say things like, oh my gosh, we got all this news today, but there's quite a bit of significant progress made on some developing events that, again, are, we can argue very vastly are significant of what's to come and I really do believe that so let's jump right into it so first off James Comey's daughter the former FBI uh, FBI director J uh, James Comey who was involved in the lost video of Jeffrey Epstein's alleged first suicide attempt is now on the legal team prosecuting Ghislaine Maxwell again I can't help but think both sides are being played against the middle here seriously what are the odds now I'm not trying to push the narrative of you know crooked lion Comey the whole thing think of Comey as you will I'm not trying to push the narrative of all Democrats are liars this whole thing if I'm playing it down the middle to be honest with you folks I gotta be frank the last four to five years we've seen more Democrats attack mainly because of Trump but that doesn't make Trump a, a saint either per se now the reason I bring all this up is because I'm not trying to fall into that ideological bucket of oh we gotta just shit on the dead or whatever, you know, in general. I think, honestly, as I view with most conflicts, or I try to view with most conflicts on a global level, human-on-human -human situation here. A human being who was involved in the cover-up of an, another human who was very mysteriously killed, or, you know, suicided, so to speak, is now prosecuting, is now, in sorry, prosecuting the other human that was complicit with that pedophile. Do you see what I'm saying here, folks? Again, the the the, the point I'm trying to make in the perspective I'm trying to present is a human on human situation not a Democrat red blue or anything like this right so the next thing is that Sweden's Prime Minister elect Anderson has resigned on the first day I believe she was the first female uh, Prime Minister if I'm not mistaken um, her party had suffered a budget defeat in Parliament and its coalition partner had left the two-party minority uh, government again the, that's just the way it goes. Who knows if there was some type of internal plot to make this happen, but as long as it was done, uh, you know, above water, so to speak, abiding by the rules that were set within that respective country, so be it. And if there's disagreements, that comes down to, you know, these politicians having to change those rules. But again, the masses must approve. This is just my, you know, interpretation of things and presuming there was no intelligence incursion there, if you will. The next thing is that France has delayed the vaccine mandate on the Caribbean islands amid protests. Uh, French territories of Guadalupe and Martinique have seen mass protests against mandatory COVID jabs for health workers. This is what I mean when I say the people have spoken. And again, it's it's nice to see at least it's, you know, there's progress being made with regards to people rebelling in that way. But I have to say, I mean, we need more of this. And if there already is more of this on a global scale, Again, it, like they say, the revolution will not be televised. This is why we need the numbers. And and you might be saying, okay, Dave, are you anti-vaccine? I'm not anti-vaccine. Again, the fact that we can't even have an, a discussion about the opposing uh, side of this debate, if you will, pertaining to the, the vaccine is what scares me. Not only that, but the fact that the FDA had asked, uh, F so, sorry, Pfizer asked the FDA to not allow any research from their COVID vaccine uh, database or documents to be released for 55 years. Uh, whether it's through a FOIA request or special privileges, nope, nope, they want to lock it down. So you're telling me, uh, just trust what I'm putting in my body, but I can't see the research you did to conclude, to, to make those conclusions that, oh no, it's great, it's safe particularly for children. So you folks know where I stand with that. Um, the next thing is that Kiev, which is the capital of Ukraine, thwarted a coup plot involving the Russians, according to um, uh, the, the, uh, the Prime Minister of Ukraine, but the Kremlin has denied their role in this. As tensions between the neighbors grow, the Ukrainian president said the planned coup was set for December. 
It's very possible. It's very possible. You now have the United States telling Russia directly, and this is, I, I believe, diplomatically public as well, that, quote, all options are on the table as it pertains to Ukraine. Again, the, it's very, it's a tough situation. I'm going to be honest with you folks, because from the perspective of, say, Vladimir Putin, what the, what the American, at least in my opinion, what the military industrial complex, I don't want to say the Americans because the American people, great people, the military industrial complex of America, at least the way I see it, and please correct me if I'm out of context here. They're trying to essentially, again, get control of Ukraine so that Russia doesn't. I know there's that sort of on a visceral level, Russians feel like Ukraine is a part of them because for hundreds of years, Ukraine was a part of uh, them. And then, you know, after the Soviet Union fell, that whole thing, so to speak, occurred and all, you know, all these different nations, uh, republics became their own countries. Again, here's the thing, though. From the perspective of Putin, not to defend him, but again, we understand the aggressiveness of the, of the military industrial complex in the West. But to be fair, I'm sure Putin's not uh, no spring chicken either. Um with that being said, from the perspective of the Kremlin, they see this as like if, um, if you know, sorry, excuse me, America is doing to Russia what Russia would do if they were to invade, say, I don't know, Hawaii. Imagine if Russia tried to take Hawaii. The U.S. would not allow that. Pardon me for taking a bit to explain that, but th that's what I see geographically is occurring here. So again, I'm, I only say this because I'm trying to understand every perspective, not to mention the intelligence uh, uh, operations, the covert operations, the military opera. I mean, my God. So again, at that point, it's pure speculation, but again, this is what we have on the surface. The next thing is that South Korea has been accused of discrimination over vaccine recognition. Questions have been raised over complex requirements for foreigners jabbed overseas, but residents in South Korea have to, quote, prove their status. Um, again, South Korea, from my understanding, particularly we see within a certain hints within Squid Game, I believe that's a South Korean uh, 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 production uh, there. Um what we see in that particular case is we see South Korean culture still within that of the sort of male superiority complex. And again, it's not for me to say what is right or wrong. For me, it comes down to what do the people of that particular culture, what are they into, right? What are the masses into? That, that's what I would understand. That's what, how I would view it personally. It's not for me to say I don't live there. I don't have relations there. So again, that, that's how I view it. Um, the next thing is that Australia says China's actions are at odds with the rhetoric of peace. The defense minister says there is a, quote, significant disconnect between what China says and what it does. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take a Sherlock Holmes to figure that out. So uh, the next thing is that unrest continues in the Solomons uh, with the prime minister blaming foreign powers. Looting and violence continue for a third day in the capital as Australian police arrive. And I also believe that Australia has also um, deployed as well some uh, some of their military forces in addition to the police. The protests are interesting. You have It's interesting if you look at the mainstream media articles, regardless of the source, you'll see that the, the reason for the protests aren't really clear. Uh, I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if it has to do with um, the people being upset with a certain decision made in 2019 by their by the prime minister of, of the solomons so again i'm not going to say what it is because it's that's when you know it's a little fishy they can't not report on it because then they'll look like they're totally out of touch with reality even though they already are but even more so but they also when they report on it they can't say what the protesting is about i'm not trying to imply a conspiracy or anything i'm just saying just take that as uh, with a grain of salt and take that uh, with your own interpretation um, the next thing is that Russia mourns more than 50 dead in a Siberia coal mine tragedy. Uh, there's little chance of finding more survivors after worst uh, mining accident in Russia in more than 10 years, say officials. The, again, blatant, blatant, unfortunate situations, in my opinion. It, it's, it's again, assuming there was no foul play here. It's just it's so shitty to hear. I mean, for example, where I'm sitting right now, there could be an explosion could go off and I could fall out of my chair and die. I mean, it's it, not to think that way. But again, this is what I mean by that. It's just it. I don't know what to say. It, it's sad. Um. 
The next thing is that um, Ahmad Arbery's father, after the trial, said all lives matter. Now, I've been trying to stay away from that again because same way with the Rittenhouse thing. We'll stay away from it until, you know, the dust settles, so to speak, and the tension settles and all that. But uh, Ahmad Arbery's father said something that really resonated with me, at least personally, which is, again, going with, with what I've been trying to say on the show, which is that when he said all lives matter, I agree in the sense that what he said, he goes, nobody's father should have to go through this, regardless of skin color. And I agree. I agree. In terms of stress, anxiety, tragedy, you name it. When I look at all of this, again, human on human, not black on white, not, you know, Russian on Chinese, none, none of that. Human on human. So, again, I'm not trying to sound like I have the answer to everything and, like, I have the perfect solution. I don't. But it, we got to start somewhere, at least in my opinion. The next thing is that the European drug regulator EMA has approved Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for, for injection in kids ages 5 to 11. I'm going to leave that there. I really am. You folks know where I stand with that. So um, the F uh, speaking of which, yeah, the FDA says it wants 55 years to process FOIA requests about COVID-19 vaccines, meaning, meaning research and data will not be available to the public until 2076. Again, take that as you will. Biden had a, quote, benign but potentially uh, precancerous polyp removed from his routine colonoscopy last week. The White House physician now says, even though they said last week there were no concerns, Again, take that as you will. These guys constantly lie. Uh, the Ch the Czech Republic declares a state of emergency due to a surge in COVID cases effective from midnight uh, as of yesterday and uh, uh, relative to the day I'm recording this. Um, I believe Thursday at midnight, if I'm not mistaken. Again, different time zones, but you get the gist. South Africa requests an urgent WHO meeting on multi-mutation COVID variant B.1.1.529 first detected in Botswana. I'm going to sort of list out and like I'm going to bang out these COVID points. Um, Portugal, one of the most vaccinated countries in the world, has now de declared a state of emergency and imposes new restrictions to curb the sudden surge of COVID-19 cases. Uh, okay, uh, the next thing is that fully vaccinated Czech, uh, Czech President Zeman is back in the hospital now with COVID-19 just a few hours after being released from it after six weeks of treatment. He recently received a third dose of the vaccine. He left the hospital the, despite the fact that the central military hospital recommended he stay. Fair enough, we got to point out both sides to be fair and consistent. The UK will now place South Africa on its travel red list imminently amid new multivariant, uh, new multi-mutant variant. Jesus, they're just adding up with the terminology again. Um, UK government sources, the new variant from South Africa poses, quote, a, potential, a potentially significant threat to the vaccine program, which we have to protect at all costs, end quote, according to The Guardian. Take that as you will. Again, um, the UK has now banned flights from South Africa, uh, Namibia, Lesotho, Botswana, Eswatini, and Zimbabwe from, from midday today, which is the day I'm recording this Friday and putting this out Friday, uh, amid the new variant. Um, speaking of which, passengers from South Africa are currently not allowed to exit the plane in Amsterdam amid fears over the new variant. Huh. Imagine being a passenger on that plane. Israel now bans travel from those exact same countries amid the new variant. And the UK asks France to take back all migrants who crossed the Chanel or the Channel. Um, okay. Again, I wanted to bang all this out because, you know, I just wanted to get, over, get the COVID stuff uh, over and done with. But um, again... Take that as you will. And I really mean that. I'm not trying to push my own personal views on you folks. Take that as you will. Um, the next thing is that the Arctic Ocean began warming since the onset of the 20th century decades earlier than previously thought, a new study finds. Francesco Muschitiello, an author of the study and assistant professor of geography at the University of Cambridge, said the findings were worrisome because it shows their, quote, might be a flaw in the model scientists use to predict how the climate will change, end quote. Again, it, 
I'm not going to get into this global warming climate change thing. I have my own perspectives and takes on it. I do believe there is, in fact, a, a fear exploitation type narrative being pushed. I do believe the planet is being damaged at the same time. I think the problem is that we're conflating in a Venn diagram fashion that exploitation of fear mongering from both uh, political aisles or spectrums. So that's where I stand on that personally with climate change, global warming. This is why I don't know who the hell to believe. And I just take all opinions as see fit. And I really do. I'm not being sarcastic. Um, <clears throat> The uh, let me just scroll down here a little bit uh, because we want to get over with this COVID stuff. Um, let's see here. A couple more things for COVID. Merck's experimental COVID pill reduces death and hospitalization risk by 30%, not 50%. Uh, the updated study has found. And Pfizer expects uh, lab test data on the impact of the new variant within two weeks. They will then decide whether the vaccine, quote, may require an adjustment, end quote. And stocks tumbled on Black Friday as Belgium confirms the first case of the new variant in the European Union. Um, yeah, again, you know, you look at this and, and it's... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Israel's now saying they're on, the, uh, on another verge of a state of emergency just two weeks after its Omega War Game virus exercise, said Prime Minister uh, uh, Naftali Bennett. You know... Uh, Again, take this as you will, guys. Really, I'm not. I'm not. Let's just move on. Um, according to Erdogan, the president of Turkey, uh, he said, "Quote: Foreign agents have been behind the collapse of the Turkish lira. The lira has been falling for days and has already lost more than forty percent of its value this year." I, you know, look. I'm not saying I'm gonna just blatantly believe him, but it, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, if I'm not mistaken, as well, too. It, for those uh, who are interested, Steve Bannon mentioned recently, uh, no, a handful of uh, two. I think it was like one or two years ago when, or two or three years ago when he was hanging out with Epstein, implied that Epstein was behind the fall of the Turkish lira. I think, or he was partly behind it. He had a he played a role in it. Again, it's a it's a chess game. It's a chess game. Um, Let's see here. And the WHO has now named the new variant um, B11529 as Omicron. Okay. Um, the next thing is that Sudan's Prime Minister Hamdok has backed the military takeover, says uh, the general, uh, Sudan, excuse me. Um, Deputy head of Sudan's sovereign council, General Dagalo, tells Al Jazeera that reinstated Prime Minister Abdallah Hamdok was part of discussions leading to the military takeover in October. The problem here, folks, when you have coups and military takeovers and rebel groups and things like this is that you have so many intelligence incursions, so many foreign assets and agents, as, again, ironically enough, Mr. Um, uh, Erdogan pointed out, as I'm sure he's he's guilty of that, too, don't get me wrong, but so many different, uh, you know, elements that, that play into different influences of what occurs relative to a coup, whether it's prior to a coup or after a coup, you name it. And this is why I'm, this is why, again, I hate to be this kind of person, but I have to say, if I'm not on the ground myself, I don't want to report things as if it's factual to you folks, you know, because again, we can speculate into 900 million different directions in this regard. Um, the next thing is that Turkish police have fired tear gas at female protesters in Istanbul. Uh, the March for the International Day for the Elimination of Violence against women was confronted by riot police again this is my thing if enough people within the country of turkey want women to have equal rights or women excuse me to have equal equal rights things have to change again this has to do i have no relation i'm not turkish i have no blood not that i know of at least any re blood relation to turkey and it's so unfortunate to see that the only ones that really suffer are the innocents again so you know uh, with that being said though it becomes a problem when you know a good chunk of this the turkish society and, and public still wants to remain with again a suppressed um type of uh 
femininely oriented uh, role of 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 uh, within their respective society again i don't agree with that personally but again it becomes an issue when say like you know 30 40 percent of the country of any country thinks one way and then you know the other the rest thinks the other way the, the, this is where issues start to start to befall if you will just my take but um, the next thing is that Libya gunmen have attacked the court and stopped Gaddafi's son's candidate appeal. The attack prevented Saif al-Islam Gaddafi from lodging an appeal against disqualification from next month's presidential election. I don't believe you should be ridiculed or judged on the actions of a relative, regardless if it's a direct relative, such as a father, a mother, you name it. However, if there is justification to suggest and directly show that Gaddafi's son is trying to mess, like try to, you know, rig his way into the system, if you will, again... I understand, but this is the problem. This is, again, Libya, and it's so sad to see because of Libyan people, I've met a few, not a lot, but a few beautiful people, but the Libyan, you know, the the ones running things there, the, the people running things there, excuse me, uh, it's, again, this is the problem, right? If I'm not on the ground, I don't want to say it as, as, as if it's fact. The next thing is that Sudanese security forces fire tear gas at anti-coup protests. Uh, thousands resume protests in Sudan days after the military signed a new power-sharing deal with the prime minister. Excuse me, I should have reported that uh, right after the original report on Su- uh, Sudan's prime minister uh, backing the military takeover. Again, maybe it was a, a sort of um, a concession. Maybe the prime minister conceded. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have enough context to, to delve into it, so I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about. Um, the next thing is that the Ethiopia prime minister has pledged victory in a video from the front line, according to state media. The video shows uh, Abi uh, wearing military uh, fig- uh, fatigues, saying the army's morale is high and Tigrayan forces have been pushed back. Assuming this is not state propaganda, sure, and if it is in order to help reinforce that uh, you know, mindset or mental justification of the people, again... You take take that as you see fit, right? Sometimes, I, I, again, I, I have to be very careful saying this because I don't want YouTube to nab me, but in the odd case, and this is not even for me to say, but in the odd case, history has shown that some propaganda has led to larger beneficial outcomes. But again, then you get into philosophy and consciousness and the universe. And so I'm not going to say that as if it's fact. I don't mean to say let's push propaganda. But in the case of, say, maybe, for example, here, Ethiopia is not their soldier. The morale is not so well. You put something out there to the people of Ethiopia. Things are going great. And maybe the soldiers see that and they feel more boosted. That's what I mean by, I guess you could say, quote unquote, positive propaganda. But I'm even very hesitant to even use those words, to be honest with you folks. So, um. The next thing is uh, Kyrgyzstan, or Kyrgyzstan, please forgive me, folks, if I, uh, K-Y-R-G-Y-Z-S-T-A-N, has detained 15 in a coup plot before the vote. Security services say those detained were planning to make hundreds of young people protest against the vote result. Please forgive me again, folks. For those that any of you listening or watching watching that are from there, I I didn't mean to to disrespect the pronunciation of your country. Again, assuming it's legitimate, sure. But if there's intelligence incursions, we got a little bit of a different story on our hands here, right? Uh, the next thing is that securities, uh, excuse me, Pakistan welcomes a second round of U.S. Taliban talks in Doha. The foreign ministry reiterates the country's position that the world community needs to engage with the Taliban government. Again, I'm not saying that this is a good thing, but I would dare to say, okay, fine, look, they've taken over the country it, 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 with respect to Afghanistan and the Taliban. Let's focus on, you know... Doing our best to ensure the Taliban takes care of the everyday person. But again, as we know, it's not about that. It's a chess game to these these pricks, right? So... Um, <clears throat> Uh, a strong 6.1 magnitude earthquake has hit India, uh, the India-Myanmar border region. Uh, tremors felt as far away as Kolkata, India, but there were no immediate reports of damage. 
I can't help but think this is artificial, some type of way of a, a major world power trying to use some type of influence with, with some world type of weapon to mess with the weather and things like this. Not so, Excuse me, not the weather, the tectonic plates. But again, we have to think about to what level is this used and to what metric and if that's even the case. It could have been a natural occurrence, but again, we got to question everything these days, right, if I'm being totally honest. The next thing is that Afghans, again, this is what I mean by the everyday person, they have few options but to burn coal for heat, creating some of the world's most dangerous air. Putting aside that, the fact that you have to burn coal for heat, oh man, that's, I'm so sorry to even have, like, that. that's, that's terrible, you know. Um, forget what the damage it does to the planet. I mean, the planet will heal itself. The people in the moment, however, may not. They may not get out of it. Like, this is what I mean, folks, when I say the innocent people suffer, right? Um... The next thing is that Honduras prepares for a critical election, but experts raise concern over potential fraud in Sunday's vote, which could end conservative National Party's 12-year rule. Yeah, I want to know who these experts are. I want to know where they're coming from, because anything having to do with Latin America, the U.S. seems to constantly, again, I don't mean just the U.S., but Australia, you know, the West, the uh, sort of aligned uh, world powers, if you will, the ones that are very much aligned, they seem to push, oh, we've got a question and we don't know. Yeah, based on what premise? We have to be careful with the way things are worded and all that kind of stuff, right? So, uh, the next thing is that the ex-head of the Brazil Olympic Committee has been sentenced to 30 years in jail. Uh, Carlos Arthur Nuzman was allegedly part of a group that bought votes in a bid for, the Re for Rio de Janeiro to host the 2016 Olympic Games. Again, it's human corruption. I'm not trying to brush this off as nothing. Again, he got sentenced. He's going to do his time. Um, you know, as, as they say with crime in general, you got to be willing to, uh, particularly one we could argue uh, with that is what is organized, organized crime. You got to be willing to accept the fact that if you get caught, you got to do the time and pay the consequences, right? Um, whatever profit you made from that illegal criminality, you got to consider the fact that, you know, you got to put it to lawyers, all these things. Um, and I'm not trying to say that in a way of as if, you know, being a criminal is an, a, a career path, so to speak. But again, it's the reality of life. What can I say? Um, the final thing is that Colombia has received a U.S. extradition request for an for the accused drug lord. Colombian forces caught accused Gulf Clan leader Daro Antonio Usuga, known as Otoniel, uh, last month after a seven-year search. Hey, um, look, they caught him, as we've reported before, and let's see if they want to cooperate with the United States authorities. In this particular case, again, this is, uh, for me, this is, uh, I don't see any corruption. I don't see the purpose of any type of, uh, intelligence or other form of corruption relative to this extradition, because this just seems to me like, again, he's another pawn that got knocked off the board. Maybe he was, a, a, a metaphorically on the chessboard of the, of this world. He was a, maybe a bishop or a horse, so to speak, because as we know, the CIA makes deals with these cartel leaders, not all, but, you know, a handful that basically have agreements that say essentially, you know, on the back end of things, we'll, you know, every two, three months, we'll stop some of your shipments at the border, but we need that drug money to keep coming in to fund the black projects, right? So again, we talk about that way more in the other main episodes, as most of you know, but with that being said, we have a lot of uh, content coming out for the members this weekend. We have um, at least a quite uh, substantial quality content, I would say, um, and uh, and we got quite a bit of content coming out for the public as well. So without, uh, excuse me, so with that being said, folks, thank you so much for watching or listening, and we'll catch all of you uh, very, very soon. Cheers.